The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 50 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. I don't think I've ever seen your head down in the phone like a millennial, you know? Oh, really? Up, right, right before the phone. See, it's dinging and everything. I'm, I'm looking up... Um, looking up uh, vital information no, for, looking for up this the, podcast. Yeah, I'm kind of doing, my, doing homework. I'm doing homework. At, like five, this, is what it, this, this is my college and high school year, do, finishing the assignment right before class. And you know me, I would have it done well beforehand yeah. if I could. And the teacher would be like, Neil is like, oh, Mrs. Montgomery, come on. Okay, Neil. What do you think the teacher would say to Tori if he didn't turn in his homework? Hit it, Tori? Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Great. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. You're fantastic. You're not Number just great. Number 197. Number 197, as in... Oh, do tell. The rock group Blink 197. Oh, gracious. No. Actually, 197 is a song by Norwegian alternative rock group Major Parkinson. Ooh. Have you heard of them? Somehow I think I have. What, what, of give course me some, I, uh, give me some it, more information. So it's from their 2008 self-titled debut album. It has a neat little guitar riff, catchy little tune, but it gets really weird. Do I know the song, you think? Uh, you probably would. I wouldn't, but, oh. you know. I know the, the band sounds somewhat familiar. I, I, I don't think I could pick them out of a, a lineup. Oh, no. I That's wouldn't. a good line, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even though we are Frederick News Post, best of the best, top three top finalist three, right. podcast, uh-huh. uh, you know, for 2023. Oh, by the way, I, I, think I, we could I, 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 told, I told a new listener that we were top three and in, uh, in, in best of Frederick today. That is awesome. I think, I think she wants to listen. Um, but anyway, um, Norwegian, I think a Norwegian would. One of the great. One of the great I uh, always think of AHA. One of, one of the great. Uh, the greatest Beatles band song. from Norway. And that is a great Beatles song. Mm-hmm. That ex- that's the extent of our is that Norwegian. A is that a tease for the top 200 of later? <clears throat> well, Neil, guess what? What's that? You heard the fanfare. We now have over 27,000 oh, total I listens. Thank you so much. That is fantastic. Listeners, keep it up. Wow. I, I do want to call out. That's five. So we're almost at oh. five years. We're averaging like five point, you know, two years. That 5.2 average. Yeah, it's pretty good. I know uh, currently I, I have a help desk ticket into SoundCloud. They've dropped some of our listens over what? the years. I'm not sure what's going on. Hopefully it's just a data error that's going to be corrected. But something that helped push us over the top here over the last couple of weeks, somebody out in Des Moines, Iowa. Really? Over 200 listens. Wow. Des Moines, so, Iowa. Des Moines is the capital of Iowa. It's the county seat of Polk. County. Do you, do you know? Uh, do you know? You know who's from Des Moines? I, I believe he's from Des Moines. I think it's oh. Tory. Is he really? Yeah, I think his father's like you know. He's a, he's a, yeah, big, big he's a Des Moinesian. Yeah, I a Des Moinesian. So. Well, well, close to it. I mean, how big is Iowa? It's pretty big. Do you know what? <laughs> a lot of cornfields. Do you know what Des Moines you know, means? You know John in Wayne French? was born in, in Iowa. Who? John Wayne. John Wayne. Oh, sure. Why not? The Duke. You All make American. Continue. Des Moines in French means River of Monks. Ooh, very nice. Kind of weird. But it's also a major center of U.S. insurance industry and has a sizable financial services and publishing business I've been to base. I haven't. That's Maybe nice. we should go out there and talk to this person who's listened over 200 times. Okay. And you know what their favorite bit is that we do? What's that? 
Are you sure about that? Celebrity <laughs> birthday. That's M.A.'s favorite deal. She loves this. She loves this part of the show. M.A., you listening? Especially for you, Neil. You ask about your current statistics. Currently, through, yes, through this past year. Oh, good. You are 16 out of 117 oh, for a 14% that's, I was gonna say about th- I was going to say 13%, but okay, 14, right? Now, if you get every celebrity birthday correct now the, through the end of this season, yeah, what, 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 what can I you can get it? up to 20%. Okay, or if you miss everyone, you can go down to 13. So let's not go below okay. 14. Okay, can I ask one question? You can. What if we like redo the data with tolerances in it? Can we, can we figure that with what 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 the? If uh, you want to go back and listen to every episode in tolerance, please be my guest, Laura. You may continue. <laughs> Neil, your first celebrity chosen, especially. <laughs> do you think for I you. would do that? Can you imagine me doing that? No, that's why I said that. I knew there was absolutely zippy chance that you would even contemplate doing that. Yeah, I, in my in, the, in my head, it's twenty one percent. But you may continue. Now you kn- now you know me. It's sitting in my head. If I have like five, I go. I gotta. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. But uh, I'm I'm gonna let it go. Let it gonna let it go. Let let it go. Frozen. Remember that movie? Just like Elsa. Okay. Horrible movie, but. The way. All right, here's really? your first celebrity. Right, first one. Play along at home. Sean Corey Carter. Sean Corey Carter. You may know him as Jay Z. Oh, really? The oh. American rapper, record uh, producer, uh. married to Beyonce in 2008. Uh. Yes. He is the first hip hop billionaire. Pretty impressive. He, he, he's he's the grateful he's the grateful dead of rappers, man. That's his own quote. He's, <laughs> I mean, he is a big blind spot in my music listening. Uh-huh. I I couldn't name any song or even recognize it, but he has over 140 million records sold and 24 Grammys. So I am going to give you. I, I am going to give you a, uh, a a musical suggestion to get to, into um, Jay Z. Yeah, the Gray album. So he had his famous album is the Black album, which I've listened to with the kids. And he's take and um oh Mouse, what's his name? Danger Mouse took mm-hmm. the Black Album and the Beatles White Album, the music of the White Album with his words of the Black Album to the music of the White Album. Phenomenal. Listen to it. Scotty. That sounds crazy. So it's called the Gray Album. All right. So how old is Jay Z? Oh, Jay Z. Um, he's probably fifty three. Neil Jay Z is. 54 oh, years old. Bud, look what he's doing to me. Oh, that was so close. So close. Yeah, you listen to the, so listen, far. the Black Album's pretty good. That, that's a, that's a good Okay, album. I will listen to when that. When the Gray, you listen to that also. Here's your next celebrity, Neil. Yes. American actor, which I'll use that term loosely L- once lightly. I tell you what he's from. Max Bear Jr., Max Bear Jr. Jethro from the <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. He's still alive, is he? Huh? He is still alive? <laughs> you know, he found his TV acting career a bit hampered by being typecast as Jethro. Did he have a did he have a gig on Petticoat Junction? <laughs> I, I don't recall him being on that. Or Green Acres? I mean, a, I mean, why wouldn't he have been on that? I mean, there's some crossover stuff going on there, right? Oh, great crossover, universe building. Petticoat Junction. I like that show. I like that opening, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we're talk- but we're talking about uh, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hillbillies. Hill Max yeah. Bear Jr., Jethro. That's a, by the way, that is a great... Hey, opening. something's going on in the <laughs> cement that, 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 that is a That is a great um, opening... Li- um, oh, opening credit yeah. theme song? Yes. Um, all right, so how old is... Jethro's got to be pretty old as dirt at this point. Um, I'm going to go he's 87. 
Neil Max Bear Jr. is 86 years old. One off again. Bud, look what he's doing to me. Why am I pleading to Bud? (laughs) (laughs) He can't help you. I need help. All right, Neil, you know her and love her. American actress. Okay. Marissa Tomei. Oh, we love the Marissa Tomei. Yeah, my cousin Vinny, she won her yeah. Oscar for that back in got 1992. Had a crush on her, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, she was in The Wrestler. She's uh, The youngins might know her from the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. She was Aunt May for Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Peter Parker. She was on As the World Turns in 83 <sighs> to 85, which is how I know her. I did not know that. I think she, I, th- I think she might be Lisa's age. I'm going to say she's 60 years old. Did you say 60, Neil? I said 60. I'm sorry. She is 59 oh. years old every single one this week. Off by one. It's just not fair. Neil, thank you so much. Help me. For playing celebrity Come on, birthdays. Scotty, really? Can I get at least one out of it? <laughs> it's not the same number. You can ask any scientist. It's 60 is not 59. It's very different. But I will tell you this, Neil. What's that? It's now time for Neil's Corner. Oh, I'm so distraught. You know what? You say that and people say, oh, he's just playing it for the podcast. I can see it in your face. No, I really You are truly distraught about that. All right. All right. So, uh, you you know, you know these corners, we like to be timely. Timely, topical, (laughs) up-to-date, current. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. So this is this is a big weekend coming up for this past weekend and this weekend I saw Christmas trees being on people's cars and this and that and I thought about Oh my gosh, Neil. What? It was your birthday this past weekend. That Happy is, birthday, oh, Neil. Thank you so much. Do you want me to do the Marilyn Monroe? Happy birthday to you. I was a little disappointed I didn't get that in my uh, this Happy yes, birthday. To you. Or a little raspier. Usually, usually Well, I'm getting over a cold. Oh, okay. Anyway, Christmas trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Christmas tree corner. Because here's a question. Yes. Fake versus real. Oh, sure. I love this debate. You do? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we talked about it this weekend. Half were fresh, half were fake. But okay. we're not going to go into You need to go into the origins of Christmas trees. We, you know, no, no. We, we get it. But but by the way, one thing I did I learn do. about one thing about Christmas trees I learned. Yeah. The, the decorating of that. Guess, guess where that started? Uh, Germany. Martin Luther. Yes, but guess where I started in America's, I should say. In America, it started in Brooklyn. How about a Pennsylvania German community? What, where, where else? Where else? Pennsylvania. The, the birthplace of everything. North Central Pennsylvania, the birthplace of Bud and Eileen. Can I ask you one question? Why wasn't bourbon uh, invented there? I think it was. I want to go back and re-invent, re-look at this. Let's just, you know what? Let's say it was, and it is you, now. You know what? The specific bourbon, maybe not, but whiskey in America? Probably. All right. Here we go. So anyway. Um, oh, Christmas fake, tree. So there are five factors you need to be looking at when you're either deciding oh, on, a, that. on a fake versus a, a real tree, right? Okay. So, of course, there's cost, first of all. So Absolutely. Cost. Christmas cost benefit factor. Right, but over the long term, you're going to save some money with the, with the fake trees. Correct. Looking at the prices of real trees these days, yeah. yeah. All right. Then, of course, there's maintenance. Sure. Water, 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 water for the, Whereas for the real trees. You got to just put it up and and the fake it. tree. It's it's the that, storage. Where are you going to put it? Do you That's have your thing. fake? Do you have a fake tree? 
Yes. Maybe once or twice we had real trees. Always go fake. Okay. So would you have the fake tree that has the automatic um, like you know, lighting on it or do you have to do light? Yes. It already has the lights installed on it. Okay. Very nice. Except when one of those lights goes out and you really can't fix it and then you have to get another tree eventually. Oh, no. All yeah. Right. So, so, so you don't so – you know, so, so that's, that's another factor. Safety, of course. Have you seen the? Have you seen in this video of the the fire? I love that where the tree <laughs> catches on fire and then the entire house goes what up. What do you in mean you love it? It's a, I mean, it goes up in a second. <laughs> I mean, I have been known to light huge bonfires <laughs> in my backyard. So there's a so there's a factor for you if you want it. You have a, a tree. You can use that for the bird pile. Oh, I've put a few on. Neighbors have said, "Hey, can I throw the tree on?" Mm. Absolutely. All right. Now, environmental impact, of course. But guess what? It's better. The cut trees are better because they 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 cut one down. They usually put two up, so it's environmentally it's better sound. And guess what? Most of the trees that we get here are America. Most of the artificial trees. Guess where they're from? China. 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 <laughs> yeah, and and they're plastic or some kind of man-made materials. Yeah, but here's sure, here's that. a tough one. Yeah, the tradition. Okay, that's a tough one. You got it. Yeah, that's like, that's an emotional factor, right? Taking the family out on the tractor or something, right. cutting down the tree. Right. Sure, that's are, a great tradition. Right. Yeah. All right. I never. I've never. I've never done any of these things. By the way, I'm. I'm. I've, well, well, I'm you, trying uh, to vicariously live it through you. Well, <laughs> well hold on. Uh, Equate it to going out into the pumpkin patch. Okay. Yes. It's exactly. Similar. Exactly. But you're not getting a synthetic to... pumpkin, are you? <laughs> no, who would do such a? Well, I guess there are plastic ones. But. All right. So how many? How how many? What do you call it? How many uh, Americans get the? Uh, Ooh. Okay. Get or uh, get a uh, artificial tree versus a a real tree? Uh, percentage wise. Percentage wise, yes. I would say sixty percent get artificial. According to this, seventy-seven. Now, I will say this: I saw numbers all over the place, anywhere from like seventy, sixty-five to seventy-seven, or right, right okay. on there. So, have you put your Christmas tree up yet? Absolutely. So we put it you, up. When you, right, day after Christmas? Day after Thanksgiving, I should say? Uh, traditionally, we have done that. This year, we were a bit early mm-hmm. uh, because we had Bud and Eileen down for Thanksgiving. So we put it up uh, about a week oh, before Thanksgiving. Nice. Because, you know, the Hallmark movies start in July exactly. with Christmas. Right. So we were kind of feeling it and just, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Right. I put up the outside lights as well before Thanksgiving. Oh, so. Nice. I have a number. I have a number ten. That is the number that the over under of your Star Wars ornaments on your tree. <laughs> now, Neil, <laughs> on the main tree, I want people at home to listen, play. The under over is ten. Is it over or under? <laughs> please, please listen to me carefully. The main tree, the family tree. Oh, the main in uh, in the living room has no Star Wars ornaments on oh, okay. it. Okay. In the basement, in the man cave, uh-huh. there is a tree entirely devoted to my Star Wars ornaments. Okay, and that's which, over ten. Absolutely, okay. there's probably thirty on it right now. Oh I God. think I have over a hundred and twenty some ornaments. And they're not allowed on the on on the uh, official tree. Well, it's just I got so many of them. Kelly was like, "Yeah, just have your own tree uh-huh. down in the man cave." Which so, is, so that's what I've done for many years now. Oh, this is a little fact about Scott. So you can come over and see my Star Wars tree anytime. Oh yeah, sure. In your basement, love to do yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why don't you come down to my basement and see my Star Wars tree? Oh my that God. sounds pretty pathetic. Okay. And, 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 and that's the end of the Christmas Tree Corner, Scott's Pathetic Life. Thank you. Thank you so much.
<laughs> so Neil, you, you, you talked about Christmas trees. I can't believe we got through that one. <laughs> Hanukkah is coming up in a yes, couple yes, days yes, yes, yes. this year, which Hanukkah, the date is always different. December uh, 7th this year. Lunar calendar, correct? Uh-huh. Yes. So uh, we're going to do a Mart of Hanukkah songs. Ooh. Hello, this is Sir John Thompson. Welcome to another edition of Montgomery Alderodi Rank Them, also known as The Mart. All right, Neil, you think he would have changed that up for Hanukkah, but thanks anyway, yeah. Sir John Thompson. Yeah. Here are our five Hanukkah songs, Five Hanukkah Neil. songs, yes. The Lonely Jew on Christmas from South Park. Yes. Hanukkah Blessings, yes. Bare Naked Ladies. Yes. The Hanukkah Song, Adam Sandler. Yes. Light One Candle, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Mm-hmm. And then... The Dreidel Song, a traditional, yes. traditional song. All right, so song. my so, number five, the Dreidel Song. I am so sick of that song. You know what? My number five is also the Dreidel Song. Oh, really? Go away. It's it's kind of hypnotic because you can do it in rounds. But, Neil, for, for a goyim like me, yeah. this is kind of like when you're in elementary school. Back when they used to teach no, songs. Yeah, go away. This, this is the introduction to the Hanukkah traditions mm-hmm. for us who don't know. Uh, it's, it's always the dreidel. Dreidel, I, dreidel, dreidel. Know, Ooh, did you ever make yeah. one out of clay? I did. <laughs> I never did. Did you know the English lyrics for this were written by Samuel Grossman in 1927? Oh, very good. So there you go. Little Sammy Grossman. He probably made a nickel off of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your number four. My number four is going to be the... Um, Oh, the Lo- lonely Jew on Christmas by uh by what do you call it? Kyle Brovlowski. Yes, yes. All right, my, uh, that was my number three. So let's talk about that. That's from the yeah. South Park Mr. Hankey's Christmas <coughs> Classic album, nineteen ninety nine. The setup is Cartman tells Kyle Jews can't eat Christmas snow. So then they get upset, and uh, all the kids go see Santa, and Kyle right. is there, very lonely. Yeah. So he sings this song very empathetic about how lonely he is and then the cursing comes in with the beeping and i love south park why i can't find south park anymore are there new ones on comedy central it's only on paramount plus the new ones are on paramount plus comedy central will get them eventually oh god i hate this i hate this hate 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 this streaming stuff i don't get it by the way besides kyle not being able to eat christmas snow nobody believes him about mr hanky either all right my number three, then you you what was your number. My my number four was light one candle. No, I liked. I, I, by the way, you told me to listen to my listen to. My, I I was into it today, man. <laughs> where, where where was uh, light one candle for you? That was that was number three. I love that song. <laughs> I thought it was very good. Uh, the, I that, never heard it before. I listened to it. I was, like, I was yeah. It was a Peter Paul. I mean, puff. The magic drag. Think of Puff you know, the Magic Dragon, like in you know, a little bit higher tempo. <laughs> so, so all this stuff, little known fact about me or whatever. Uh, I do like folk music, Kingston Trio. Sure. Bud used to have an album of that. Uh, Love that. But uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary first sang the song in 1982 at Carnegie Hall. Okay. Do you say Carnegie or Carnegie? Carnegie. A lot of people around Pittsburgh say Carnegie. That'd be wrong. Don't understand why. But... I watched the video of this on YouTube of them singing. Okay. So it's from the 80s. So Peter and Paul have the oh, yeah. ring of hair, bald, oh, yeah. big, thick mustaches. Oh, yeah. And all I can think about is a mighty wind. Oh, yeah. That's a great and the movie. the folks <laughs> video. Hey. I was going to ask you about that. You, you like that movie? Yes. It's, oh, a, it's, great a, oh, it's movie. a great movie. Because John Thompson doesn't like that movie. Because it's folk music. It's a great movie, and John oh. Tom- Sir John Thompson is uh, wrong about that. I agree. I mean, I like all those Christopher Guest movies. All right. 
what is your number two? Well, then? it's it, the Hanukkah blessings by the Bare Naked Ladies. I actually that's do, my number I actually, two. I actually do remember this one very well. Now it's written and sung by Stephen Page, who's no longer in the yeah, group. He's uh, he, he's, uh El Communi- He's out. He's out. He occasionally sings with them, but he wanted to do his own thing. I think maybe there were some I, issues I, with substance. I, I think I think there's some substance right, yeah. issues. Yeah. But it's from the 2004 Bare Naked for the Holidays. I liked it. It had a. It starts with a really cool drum beat. Right. Then he sings some yeah. Hebrew in yeah, there. That's good. And then to me, it turns into your typical Bare, bare Naked, naked lady, lady song. Yeah. It sounds like it, right? I love. I love. I love. I, I, I'm a big. I used to be a bare, big Bare Naked Lady fan. You like the bare naked ladies, do you? Did I ever tell you the story that we were um, that we were we were coming back? We we're in Jersey and we we're driving back. It was Sunday night. There was a concert, bare naked ladies at Merriweather, and we had planned with the kids to come back. Okay, and, and this is before Easy Pass, oh. right? So we're so we're going to see from Jersey. We, we had planned to go see them and then go home, right? Um, and so we're at a toll booth, and I listened to Bare Naked Ladies, and this toll booth guy was like, uh, "Hey man, we'll listen to Bare Naked Ladies." He goes, "Hey, Bare Naked Ladies, man." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had no idea of context that I was talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was and the kid, Ask the kids about that, Josh and Jake. Just to get that in there, I had to get that in there. So that means our number one song is the Hanukkah yeah, song I mean, by can, Adam Sandler. I mean, just, just, put it, just, put it, just put them on the map. First version was out there in 1994. Yeah, Apparently another. there's versions two, three, and four where he adds things, but centers around the theme of Adam Sandler saying as a kid he right. didn't have any Hanukkah songs. Right. So he made this up and he talks about celebrities who may or may not really be Jewish, like Sammy Davis Jr., David Lee Roth, <coughs> Three Stooges. David Lee Roth is not Jewish? He is Jewish, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. He talks about Captain Kirk. It's funny. It is very funny. It's great. Classic. It's a great It's song. a classic. My kids love that album. That was that was good for my kids also, right about the time that they were growing up. And Neil, you know what? What's that? That is our Mart of Hanukkah songs. Chanaka songs. Or sometimes spelled Chanaka. I don't know how to spell it. Now, we're going to be doing a few more of those marts. We're going to have a Christmas song mart and a New Year's Eve mart coming up. Just a tease. Have have Scruffy just tell me what to do. I'll do it. Uh, speaking of what to do, Scruffy just said, we are taking a break. Oh, really? And when we I come can, back- I might get some more bourbon. Oh, yeah. Let's get some more bourbon. We got some great feedback. We got some other cool stuff we're going to talk about. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. It's the most wonderful time of the year. A time of peace, love, and togetherness. So why not add to that holiday feeling with Neil and Scott Sing the Holiday Classics. I love the holiday season. Recorded live at one of Neil and Scott's famous holiday nightclub performances, they sing the most beloved, royalty-free, public domain holiday songs ever. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. My heart is filled with peace and love. Oh, Neil, the other day I saw a snowman at the grocery store. At the grocery store? Yeah, he was looking through the carrots. Why was the snowman looking through the carrots? He was picking his nose! (laughs) I'm starting to feel the opposite of holiday joy. Get in the holiday mood with tunes like this! Really? You're gonna make me do this? Uh, who am I kidding? Let's, let's, Let's do it. I had a little dreidel, I made it out of clay, and when it's dry and rainy, a dreidel I would put, hey! Hi, this is Larry McLaughlin. I love the holiday season, and I love that song. Hey, Neil, 
Yes, Scotty. What do you call a bunch of chess players bragging about their games in a hotel lobby? I don't know, Scott. What do you call a bunch of chess players bragging about their games in a hotel lobby? Chestnuts boasting in an open foyer. <laughs> Oof. Maybe Scrooge was right. Make this holiday season the best one ever with songs like this. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Hey, Neil, why did you let this turkey in our backing band? Well, he was the only one with a drumstick. <laughs> is it January yet? Call 1-800-OCB-HOLIDAY-NOW to guarantee your delivery of Neil and Scott Sing Holiday Classics before the holiday season is over. Available on 8-track tapes or direct music sharing via the OCB cloud. You know, I think I've, I've always been very pleased with artificial trees versus real really? trees. How long, how, when did you, you, you've always done this, I guess, for a long time. Even as a kid, we had artificial trees. Really? Yeah. The typical 60s, 70s, big pipe cleaner looking mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Just always has been. Used to it. 77%. Wow. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers yes. Podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Neil, please lay a toilet joke on me. Scotty. Yes. Why is it called a urine test? I don't know, Neil. Why is it called a urine test? Because if you fail, you're in trouble. <laughs> What's good delivery I thought about that? Don't you think so? It's all about t t timing. Timing. I bet the delivery timing. was right there for me, I thought. Yeah, you killed it. <laughs> I, really, I, I really brought it home there. I don't even even I don't with, I would say, C-minus material, you killed it. I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think we had to do a take two on it. All right, Neil. Let's get. Once let's again, open up. We we we're, we're coming to the end of these uh of these toilet jokes. We think we have. Oh, we, I've I've got another thing one, for you. Oh, wonderful! Two. Of course you do. Three. Oh, we have twelve more. <laughs> okay. All right, Neil. Let's open up the feedback machine. Neil, as our listeners know, the Something Old New Borrowed and Blue Holiday Song Contest yeah. submissions are due no later than December tenth. That is coming up. It's getting hot. We've got about half a dozen I entries. Know, it's very exciting. We, we're expecting a few more. I like I, I looking know, at them. I know. I know. The new, I know the New the Jersey contingent is very excited about this. And uh, how about get the, the how, how about the young and uh, New Jerseyans getting in there, Jesse? Come on, Jess. Let's <laughs> hear some, huh? Huh? Neil, last <laughs> ep episode we talked about the population of Frederick, Maryland. Hey, what is that? that? We live very close to Frederick, Maryland. Is the number two populated city in? Maryland. Wait a second. It's number two in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Okay. With eighty about 83,000 people. Number one is Baltimore with oh, over hello. half a million. Yeah, sure. Gaithersburg is 68,000. Rockville, 66. But Frederick, Maryland, you're number two. And, we're, number and, and two. We, so we, were, we were number three in number two. We are, <laughs> yeah. So divide that, figure <laughs> out the percentage. We done good, Neil. Exactly. I think we done real you know, good. You know, if you would have taken that... We probably in 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 Baltimore. We probably would have been number four or five in, in a major ma a major network. City. We need to break into that market, <laughs> don't we? I think we should. But you know, who's, you know, who's a really big uh, podcast in um in, in Baltimore. Adam Jones, really? remember, remember the old baseball yeah, yeah, player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a thing with the uh, with his podcast. It was a thing this year. Scruffy, let's call him. Yeah. Let's get on. Who lo I love Adam Jones. You had a Florida man story. Yeah. 
and he lived in Polk County, Florida, not Polk County, Iowa. Okay. It's next to Orlando. It's the home of Legoland and Peppa Pig theme park. Oh. Did you know Peppa Pig? Had a has, theme park? Has her own theme park, yeah. Good what, for her. That's the one that the Watkins son was into, right? Watkins was at the Peppa Talks Pig. Talks with an English accent. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also the Wienermobile schedule. Neil, yesterday on your birthday, did you happen to go to Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania no. to the Fresh Grocer? That's it, the closest it's been to us all year. That, and that, that's where the Oscar Wiener mobile is? Yeah. Don't oh, know where no. it's at now. My, Neil, on, do you have, my, do you on, have my birth, on my birthday, too. Do you have any feedback? Um, no, I don't. Well, here's what I have for you, Neil. Okay. <clears throat> Saw this. Uh, we're going to do a quick taste test. Oh, what do we got here? Do you like bugles? Who doesn't like bugles? Who doesn't like the corn chip? This is caramel or caramel flavored bugles. So it should be sw- salty, sweet. Goodness, I'm going to get a few. I, I like the, I, I haven't had a bugle in a long time. Now, you know what? Now, did you put these on your fingers, like all five? Absolutely. Of course, that's what you guys do. did that in, in, in the country? In, in, out in the country where yeah, we, we had nothing. We did that nothing. in the city? In the city. <laughs> See? Wow. We're more like than we realize, Neil. Okay. Mm. Wow. That's sweet. You know what? That's really good. It's, it's almost like, um, Cracker Jack, corn and caramel it, his, sweet. It does not have the same texture as regular bugles. You know what I'm saying? I was expecting it's the, thicker. Exactly. Oh, I like this. Yeah, you're not getting this back. That gets two thumbs way up. Caramel bugles, people eat them. We heartily endorse them. Ex- wow, can they? That, that, corn, seriously? salt, sugar. It's such a good mix. Go out and buy them. Wow. Right. I didn't know which way that was going to go. Those are really good. I'm, I I agree with you. And but here's a question, Scotty. Yeah. How does it pair with bourbon? Mm. Let's find out. Not bad. Oh, it's the perfect thing. <laughs> it's the perfect thing. Very nice. That is good. <laughs> so, Neil, a listener submitted to us, wanted to know our thoughts on one of your favorite magazines, Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. They had the top... 200 songs of the 1980s which you know me i'm a child of the 80s love the 80s uh-huh. music you i like sort of not I, I like the i like different 80s music but okay so, so, so yeah, we're no, gonna uh, give, uh, give our thoughts we'll, we'll major things that popped out to now, us did on you this, real, right? did you realize that this this list i don't know if you realize this was that only one of like only there was only one duran duran song there was only one of costello song there was only yeah one um you know one whole and you two song so mm-hmm. they pick one song by the artist and they put in that list of 200 which is hard to do and i got some questions why they pick certain songs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, t- to me, okay. So, so the eighties. But anyway, it's an interesting way of doing the list. I don't. Th- I don't think it really represents the decade. How's that in music? Does that make sense? I agree because okay. the eighties to me, you have hip hop, pop, rock, punk, hair metal, dance, new wave, uh, new romantic. Oh, you mean rap, even it's like every other country, decade of music? Funk. <laughs> no, you don't hear this stuff on the radio. To me, it's all kind of homogenized now. Okay. To me, you know, a lot of these songs were not on the Casey Kasem top 10 uh-huh. on the 200. So, Aha, one of the yeah. uh, quintessential 80 songs at 193. I know. Yeah. I thought it would have been higher because you think 80s, that yeah. that's a big one. Then there's like this Samantha Fox and New Kids on the yeah. Block in the 160s. Why? Right. Hall and Oates. They had five number one hits in the 80s. 
They picked the song that only went to number three only. Right. right. You Make My Dreams, great song, but they had other great songs in the 80s, and, too. And, what, what number and was that? And only one song. And what number was that? 123 for Hall and Oates. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I, I did not understand. I mean, I was talking about things that I liked. In, yeah. Like, for example, Modern English. That mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. by the way, that I melt. Stop the world and melt with you. That is, but I've heard, I, 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 I've, been, I've been told that that is like the stairway to heaven of modern rock. <laughs> because it gets played so much. Right. It was just yeah. like, no, no, number 156. Got yeah, yeah got what the heck? I was pleased that Randy Travis... By the way, I, I, I'm going to still eat these bugles. Is that okay? That's fine. <laughs> I was pleased Randy Travis came in forever and ever. Amen. Uh, he kind of brought back the classical country sound mm-hmm. in the 80s. He was at 120. Glad to see him on the list. Eddie Grant, Electric Avenue at 51 to me. Too high. That, that was on too my, high. That was on my Fredonia playlist, by the way. I'm glad it was, but to me, too high for, for the songs of the 80s. And then the top 10... Yeah. Kate Bush running up a hill, number nine. That's just pandering to uh, <laughs> Stranger Things fans. I I, I, I had never heard that song. Never cared about. It. Oh, see, I like I, I like the eleven through twenty better than one through ten. But I will say a couple couple things. I would one, one maybe thing, uh, maybe the um I t- like Elvis Costello <clears throat> song, New Lace Sleeves, right? Fabulous song. But why that one? Who would I? I mean, if you if you don't know Elvis Costello, that's on you know this right. year's model. Yeah. You would not know it. And there's 80s, of, like, that is the quintessential Elvis Costello period. <laughs> right. There's <laughs> other stuff again, by New Sleeve, New Lace Shoes is a, gr- Sleeves is a great song. You wouldn't, you couldn't pick it out of a lineup. That's the second time I use that line. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad number eight, Duran Duran, once again, uh, 80s, you think Duran Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf on there. Number four, no. Billie Jean, Michael Jackson, understood. Now, Madonna being on the list, absolutely. Number two, sure, but Like a Prayer. Mm-hmm. I think she has better songs than that. You know, Like a Virgin, Holiday, Into the Groove, Express Yourself. I, I did I did like the- Better I did, than that. I did like the Kiss selection, though. I mean, the Prince, Prince selection. At say. number one, though, Prince, Kiss, number one. I do love that. That's my favorite Kiss song, Prince song. I, kiss. Yeah, I just don't know. Number one of the 80s. And weird. Bill, The Jam, That's Entertainment. Number one thirty-two. That should be high. That's a great song. That came out in nineteen eighty. Yeah. So I don't know. I I don't know if one person did this list if they lived through the eighties or just went back and did a retrospect or something. But I think this list. I mean, what's again? Uh, hit some, but for, for a my, lot. For, I don't know. For my band, B fifty twos. They picked Private Idaho once again. Other great songs. Sure. Number sixty-four. Number thirty on the Clash. Spanish bombs. Shame on them for picking. That's a great song, but shame on them for picking that song. I mean, at least should I stay or should I go? Seems eighties. No, we could talk more about that, but that wouldn't be the song you would pick. But that'd be another story. But anyway, um, and then number, they did pick the right. They did pick the right Talking Head song at number twenty nine. This must be the place, night melody. That is. This must be the place. Number tw- I, That is the only thing right about this this list. They got that. The right. The only thing right. They got that Talking Head song wow. right. All right, so there you go. The Rolling Stone top 200 songs of the 80s. Meh. Yeah, meh. Meh. A big meh. But Neil. Yes. You know we like words. Yes. We use them every day. We use them on the podcast. Merriam-Webster's Word of the Year has been announced. Mm -hmm. Now, here's something. You might say, Merriam-Webster, do they have enough street cred to say what the Word of the Year is? I think they do. I think they do. They're the oldest dictionary publisher in the United States of America. Okay. Been doing it since at least the 1840s. 
Wow. Did you know in 1964, Encyclopedia Britannica acquired Merriam-Webster? Oh, really? Yeah, so, so I don't know if that's so, good so, or bad. So, so it's a reference book monopoly, is it? <laughs> oh, monopoly? Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> now, we, were, we we had the world book. Did you have the world book growing up? That was the world book, uh, encyclopedia, the, and dictionary. Oh, uh, there was some encyclopedia my grandmother used to have that we would read and laugh at it because it was so out of date. But, uh, I mean, it, those encyclopedia, they used to have, like, the transparency, like, the, the, the human yes. body and stuff like that. Remember those right, things? yeah, yeah. You can layer it <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, oh, yeah. here's the electric okay. nervous system. Yeah. Yeah, here are the bones. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, Neil. All right, what's the word, what's the word of the year? The word of the year is authentic. Okay. What is this, 1966? As in not false or imitation, real, actual, true to one's own personality, spirit, or character. So Authentic saw a substantial increase driven by stories and conversations about AI, celebrity culture, identity, and social media. And I know this is not in your research, but what are we if we're, what is this podcast is if it's anything? We are authentic, Scotty. I would 100% agree with you on that. I was going to so ask you, we, we, we strive to be authentic. We're very authentic. Are we not? I, I strive. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be me. <laughs> me, I'm just playing a character. I'm, I'm not really like this at all, am I? He's not a nice person, people. Yeah, see, this is my, my fun personality exactly. on here. Oh my God, please. But don't let the tape stop. <laughs> but words frequently modified by authentic include cuisine, authentic cuisine, okay, and dish, but also self and voice. Neil, be your authentic self. Use your authentic voice. Uh-huh. Be authentic. Authentic. Be real. Come on. Be man. real. I like that. I like it. I, th- I think we do that pretty much <clears throat> pretty well. Yes. So be authentic, people. Now a close runner-up, and I uh, did well, see there was, some there, other there, site. There was there was another word, a runner-up for the word of the day. What did, there, there was there was somebody else challenging uh, Merriam-Webster their own word of the year. Okay, that word of the year is Riz. R I Z Z. Riz. What does that mean? What are, what are the kids saying Riz for? So it's internet-driven slang, frequently considered a play on the word charisma oh you got riz right so it's be it would be like neil has mad riz when he's in his own bar ecosystem yeah right perfect yeah so it means good use of the word scotty yeah it means a romantic appeal or charm you can use it as a verb adjective whatever so yeah you got riz doing a show man you you got mad riz especially when you're in the grocery store you got riz looking at other people's carts how about this jacket? Got this. Really oh my gosh, that jacket you're wearing today looks so cool. You are so riz. You are so fly. I don't know what else to say. Neil, you know what isn't riz? What's that? It's climate change. So let's talk about oh. that. Oh, we're out of time. Oh my goodness! Can you believe it? You're looking at your watch. You can't even believe it. I can't believe it. Where, where we are the time out go? Of time. All right. So, so I hope you had fun this episode. If not. I, the highlight, the hi- I know people can't believe the highlight of these um, caramel bugles, man. Neil, that's all they're going to hear is you <laughs> chewing those on the sound. <laughs> I can't drown that out, people. They're delicious. I couldn't stop eating them. Well, listen, next time we're going, next episode, we're getting together. We're going to have a great time. More fun, more hijinks. Yeah, yeah, all right. Bring in December. Here we go. There we go. Let's Woo-hoo. have some fun.
Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Amazon, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty. <laughs>